0: Shri Mathe Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Dinamine Namaste Saraswate Deve Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi yat shri krishna chaitanya prabhu Nityananda Shri fi advait gadadhara fi vasadi gaurava vrinda namo mahabadanaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishna Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gaura Tushenamaha Namo Brahmany Devaya Go Brahma Nahitaya Chaya Krishna Gopecha, go picka, answer. Radha can't Tapta can't Radhe Vindhavaneshwari. Rishabhanu to take. Pranamami Hari Pateru Pesha Kripa Sindhu Paya Hare Krishna Krishna session we discussed about the overview of chapter 1 how this whole chapter 1 is divided into different sections and you can see that on the screen that section A is all about preparation of the war that is how it is being described and section B Hopefully, we will try to enter section B today, and that is the signs of victory of the Pandavas. There are Even before the war began, already there were certain signs that Pandavas would definitely win. And then, section number, the third section C is Krishna al-Bhakta Bhaktavatsala, that how Krishna is uh, so magnanimous that he takes a lower position in order to serve his devotees and this is the section 1 which has 3 subsections and section number 2 is where Arjuna is giving different reasons why there should be no war and why we should not fight this battle of Kurukshetra. So he is on the battlefield and on the battlefield now he wants to actually completely condemn this battle and he wants to, he is giving lot of logic and reasoning. In order to stop this war and not fight this war so that also we will understand as we go forward so today let's begin with the shloka number four and uh, this is very very interesting because we are going to discuss some very important aspects in the next uh, upcoming uh, few uh, verses it's very very interesting so probably one of you because uh, i will be asking one of you to uh, come online and chant so samirji can you please uh, uh, unmute yourself and try to repeat and uh, nothing to worry about even if you don't get certain words uh, The Sanskrit word okay. is still fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, great. So, please repeat after me line by line Atra Shura Maheshwasha Atra Shura Maheshwasha, Atra Shura Maheshwasha. Bhima Samayudi
1: Bheemar
0: Yuyudhano Viratashya Yodhano Viratashya drupadasya Maharataha
1: drupadasya Maharataha
0: Fantastic you did very well So now uh, please uh, repeat the word to word meaning also Atra Atra Here Here
1: Here Suraha Suraha
0: Heroes Heroes Maheshwa Chaha Mighty Bowman
1: Mighty Bowman
0: Bhima Arjuna
1: Bhima Arjuna
0: Bhima and Arjuna
1: Bhima and Arjuna
0: Samaha Samaha Equal Equal Yudhi Yudhi In the fight In the fight Yudhanaha. Yudhanaha. Yuyudhana. Yudana. Virataha. Virataha. Virata. Virata. Cha. Cha. Also. Valsu. Drupadah Drupadah Drupada. 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 Cha. Also. Vulsu. Mahārathā, Mahārathā, great fighter,
1: great fighter,
0: please repeat the translation as well. Here in this army,
1: here in this army,
0: there are many heroic bowmen,
1: there are many heroic bowmen,
0: in the fighting to Bhima and Arjuna,
1: equal in fighting to Bhima and Arjuna,
0: good very nice, you corrected me. There are also great fighters like Yudhana.
1: There are also great fighters like
0: Yudhana. Vidata and Drupada. Virata and Drupada. Fantastic, very nice. Alright, so you can meet yourself now. All of you can meet yourself. So, very interesting here. After speaking about Drishtadyumna to Dronacharya, you know the scene now. This is a conversation that is happening between uh, Duryodhana and Dronacharya. So now he is telling my dear uh, Dronacharya, my dear Guru, you see, I want to explain to you all the different great heroes who are there on the side of Pandavas. Atra, Atra means you see there. Shura, very powerful men. Maheshwasha, bogmen, very great archers. So when there is a war, In the war there are different types of fighters there are club fighters there are fighters with the spears there are fighters uh, with the sword and there are also very expert archers and among all the different kinds of uh, fighters the people who were expert in archers are considered to be very very powerful we should know that Archery is a very beautiful science. In the olden days, there used to be something called as Shastra and Astra. You must have heard Shastra and Astra. Shastras are those weapons like swords and spears and uh, any weapon which is not mystical, which does not have any connection with any mantra, is called Shastra. But whereas there were a lot of powerful weapons which were invoked by some mystical mantras and they were called as astras, like brahmastra and we have and astra so astras are very powerful weapons which are invoked by reciting the powerful mantras so we will see in this mahabharata later on ashwathama releases brahmastra arjuna releases brahmastra Ashwatthama also releases uh, and astra, so these are all called astras because they are invoked by special mantras. In fact even in Ramayana, Lord Rama, he just plucks one uh, grass and then he invokes Brahmastra in the grass, in a leaf of grass and then uh, he releases that. Uh, to the son of Indra who had assumed a form of a crow. So that is the difference between Astra and Shastra. So Shastras uh, actually are uh, having no mystical powers. Astras have mystical powers. And here he is saying Bhima Arjuna. Although he is although he's saying Bowman, you must know that Bhima is not a Bowman. He is a club fighter. But he is taking Bhima's name before. He is not taking Arjuna's name first. He is taking Bhima's name first. Why Bhima? Because this Duryodhana was very paranoid about Bhima. He was very clear if at all I have to die, I have to die in the hands of Bhima. And he also knew very very well the strength of Bhima. And uh, from the core of his heart Duryodhana hated uh, Bhima like anything. So that is the reason He is taking Bhima's name first here And then he is taking Arjuna's name Samayudi So there are many many great people, bowmen, fighters On equal path, like Bhima and Arjuna And who are these great people? Yuyudhano Yuyudhana's another name is also Satyaki And this Satyaki actually happens to be the disciple of Dronacharya He learned the military science from Dronacharya, in fact, he also took some training from Arjuna as well. So, in that sense, Satyaki, this Yuyudhana, is younger than Bhima and Arjuna. So, he had taken training from both Dronacharya and Arjuna. And on the 14th day of the battle, uh, this uh, Yuyudhana fought very valiantly and uh, he killed Bhurishrava. So, Bhurishrava was uh, on the other side, opposite side, uh, fighting on the side of Kauravas. So that is how Yuyudhana, Virata, now Virata was uh, another very great king and you all know that on the during the exile, the 13th year, where the Pandavas were supposed to be incognito, Virata is one who actually helped the Pandavas to remain incognito and uh, Virata also happens to be the relative of the Pandavas because uh, he gave his daughter Uttara. To the son of Arjuna, uh, Abhimanyu. So Uttara became the wife of uh, Abhimanyu, and that is how uh, Virata was related to the Pandavas. So, he was a very expert fighter again. And then Drupadascha. So you know that Drupada, already in the last session we discussed how powerful Drupada was. A very, very powerful king, and very, very, he's uh, all, all these kings are called Maharataha. So, who is the Maharataha? So, in the Vedic times, especially during the fight of this Kurukshetra, different grades of fighters were there. Just like many people in defense, I think Chaudhary is also here, he knows that he is from the airport. And even in the defense system, there are different grades. There are soldiers, there are brigadiers, there are colonels, and each one of them has different powers. So similarly, in those olden days, there used to be different grades of fighters. So the very lowest rung was called Ardharata, Ardharata means he is a person, he is a fighter who actually needs help from another person to fight with even one chariot. He is called Ardharata, he needs an external help to fight even with one chariot. Then there is another next level. That is called Ekarata. So Ekarata is a person and a fighter who can have a one-to-one battle with one chariot. He is on a chariot, he can fight with another person, Ekarata. And then Maharataha. So Maharati is one who can single-handedly at once can fight with one thousand chariots. So that is the power of a Maharati. So one person single-handedly can deal and fight with 1,000 fighters. So that is Maharataha. And above Maharataha, there is someone called as Athirathaha. Athirathi is one who can at once fight with 10,000 chariots. So that is how powerful uh, they used to be. So these are not imaginary things. So very very powerful kings and they had immense strength. So it is not like uh, the Kali Yuga body, in the Kali Yuga, the bodies are very weak, so maximum height is 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", but the people in uh, Dwapar Yuga they were uh, quite tall and very broad chested and very very powerful, you know their physical strength was amazing. So that is how Drupadascha Maharasaha. So this is the fourth uh, word where he is describing, next uh, let's go to the fifth word and understand what is this Duryodhana up to. Ketu Wonderful Kashi Rajascha Viryabhan Purujit Kundi Bojasya Saibya Janara Pungavah Wonderful so let's go to the word-to-word meaning now. Please repeat. drishtaketu drishtaketu Chekitanaha. Chekitana. Kashirajaha. Vishaja. Kashiraja. Kashira. Cha. Also viryavan very, very powerful purujit purujit kuntibhoja kuntibhoja cha and shaibya shaibya Cha and Narapungavaha heroes in the human society, uh, wonderful, please repeat the translation. There are also great, uh, heroic, uh, powerful fighters like Drishtake powerful fighters like Chekitana Kashi Raja Purujit Kuntibhoja and Chaipya Wonderful, so you can mute yourself now So here, very beautifully Now he is describing few more fighters on the side of the Pandavas drishtaketu who? who is this drishtaketu you all know shishupala shishupala was very envious about uh, krishna and he always was uh, talking against krishna ill about krishna so he was a deadly enemy and drishtaketu happens to be the son of shishupala and chekitana Chekitana is the son of Gristha So Chekitana is the grandson of Shishupala So you should know although Shishupala was a, a very ardent <laughs> fighter or enemy of Krishna His own children were not enemies of Krishna In fact they were fighting on the side of the Pandavas So then there is Kashi Raja Kashi Raja in earlier days sometimes uh, they used to address the kings uh, by the names of the place where they were ruling. So the king of Kashi at that time, so Kashi Raja was there, very, very one, very powerful. Purujit also, the place of Puru, the king of uh, place called Puru, Kunti Bhoja. You all know uh, Kunti was adopted by Kunti Bhoja, uh, then that is how uh, she also uh, you know, was called as Kunti. Actually her name is Pritha. That's why sometimes in the Bhagavad Gita we will see that Arjuna is referred as Partha because he's son of Pritha, he is sometimes also called as Kaunteya because he's son of Kunti. So Kunti got her name because she was adopted by Kunti Bhoja and Shaipya, a king of the place called Shaipya. Cha Narapungavaha. So Duryodhana is saying these people are Narapungavaha. These are the men like bull, you know they are men among the bull, very 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 powerful extremely powerful kings So that is how he is describing all these different and all of them are very powerful So let's go to the next words sixth words now. Okay. Let me see who can come next uh, Chaitanya you can unmute yourself Okay, please repeat the sixth words Yeah Yudha
1: Yudhamanyasu Vikranta
0: uttamojasya Mojasya Viryavan
1: Putta Mojasya
0: Viryavan Savadra Drapa
1: Deyasyam Savadra Drapa Deyasya
0: Sarvaeva Maharatha Sarvaeva
1: Maharataha
0: Okay great wonderful So this uh Yudhamanyu and Vikranta also fought very valiantly. On the day 13th and 14th of this battle of Kurukshetra, we will explain that. But let us first uh, understand the word to word meaning. Yudhamanyu, 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 Cha Cha and, and, Vikrantaha,
1: Vikrantaha, Mighty, Mighty,
0: Uttamauja,
1: Uttamauja, Uttamauja. Sutta
0: Moja, cha cha and
1: and
0: Viravan,
1: Viravan,
0: very powerful, very powerful. So, but the son of Subadra, son of Subadra, Dropadea,
1: Dropadea,
0: the sons of Draupadi,
1: the sons of Dropadi,
0: cha. Ja. and,
1: and.
0: survey Sarve. all, On. Eva. Eva certainly, certainly, Baharataha.
1: Baharataha.
0: great chariot fighters,
1: great chariot fighters,
0: translation, there are yeah. mighty, there are the mighty Yudhamanyu.
1: There are mighty Yudhamanyu
0: The very powerful Uttamauja,
1: The very powerful Uttamauja,
0: The son of Subhadra
1: The son of Subhadra
0: And the sons of Draupadi And
1: the sons of Draupadi
0: All these warriors All these warriors Are great chariot fighters
1: Are great chariot fighters
0: Okay, you can mute yourself now So here Yudhamanyu and vikrantha were very very powerful fighters and they also fought on the 13th and the 14th day of the battle Uttamohjas also Virevan very very powerful here we should know that Arjuna had uh, multiple wives Arjuna had uh, Draupadi, Subhadra, Ulupi and Chitrangada so he married uh, uh, all these uh, uh, great queens and he had the different sons from all these different uh, uh, wives of Arjuna And very interesting point to note: if you see this whole battle of Kurukshetra, there are almost four generations who are who have assembled to fight. Four generations. There is uh, the topmost generation of Bhishma, the eldermost. There is the then Dronacharya level. Then there is Bhima and Arjuna and Duryodhana at another level and their children, Uh, Subhadra's children, children, Abhimanyu is there Uh, then there are sons of Draupadi, Duryodhana's son, uh, Lakshmana is there so almost four generations all have gathered together to fight this battle of kursh Now interestingly, although there are many people, great fighters Duryodhana is taking the name of Subhadro, Who is the son of uh, Subhadra and Arjuna? Anyone? Let me see in the chat section who gives the first answer? Abhimanyu Yes, Abhimanyu is the, the son of Subhadra So we should know that this Abhimanyu was a surprise hero in the battle of Purukshetra because this Abhimanyu was not known to most of the fighters of the Kaurav family when the Pandavas went to exile Abhimanyu was actually taken care by Krishna in Dwarka and that is where Krishna was training Abhimanyu to become an expert fighter so his prowess was not known to Kauravas and Abhimanyu when Bhishma Pitamaha was the commander-in-chief He was fighting so valiantly with Bhishma that Bhishma was so fascinated by the fighting spirit of Abhimanyu. He was thinking, oh my god, this boy, 16 year old boy, is fighting so valiantly. Who is this boy? So Bhishma inquired, who are you? And then Abhimanyu introduces himself. So uh, even Bhishma was uh, so fascinated and he was so uh, enthralled by the fighting spirit of Abhimanyu. Abhimanyu was maharata. Can you imagine a 16 year old boy and he is uh, uh, a very powerful fighter. And we should know uh, since Abhimanyu is now being mentioned here I want to really describe about him a little bit. It so happened that on the 10th day Bhishma was lying on the bed of arrows and uh, 11th day Dronacharya became the commanding chief of the Kaurava parties. Now, on the eleventh day and twelfth day, nothing happened and Duryodhana was uh, seething with anger. He was thinking, what is happening? He went to Dronacharya and said, what are you doing? It's already been the twelfth day of the fight and none of the Pandavas are dead. All the five Pandavas are still alive. What kind of fighting are you doing? Now Dronacharya was uh, being incited like this by Duryodhana and he became very angry and Dronacharya said on the twelfth night of the battle he said Duryodhana tomorrow you ensure that you distract Arjuna and Krishna away from the battlefield and I will do the rest. I will take care because tomorrow I am going to use the chakravyuh. It's a military phalanx, it is a very beautiful and very very powerful Vyuha, military science, Chakra Vyuha and I'm going to form that tomorrow but you ensure that Arjuna is away from the battlefield because Arjuna was the only one who could actually fight when the Chakra Vyuha was formed. So Shishuma and another person I just don't recall right now, so 13th day, Kishruma was assigned the task of taking Krishna and Arjuna away from the battlefield and they went so far away 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 that they could not be they could not return in time so now what happened when this chakra was formed when Krishna and Arjuna was away this chakra was formed by Dronacharya and Yudhishthira and all the Pandavas the other four Pandavas were in anxiety because now they knew that we are trapped we are going to be, uh, you know, killed and uh, this war is going to end and that's the end of it. Because Chakraviwa, only Arjuna was aware how to fight with this particular uh, uh, science of uh, Chakraviwa. So now that is when this little boy, 16 year old boy, Abhimanyu, comes and tells, My dear uncle, please, don't worry, I am going to handle this. Yudhishthira so was like, what? You are going to handle? What are you talking about? And he says yes, when I was in the womb of my mother Subhadra, my father Arjuna had explained everything about the Chakra Bhivuha. and I am completely aware of how to enter the Chakra Bhivuha. but unfortunately I do not know how to come out of Chakra Bhivuha because my mother slept half the way while my father was explaining. <laughs> so this is another very beautiful science we should know and especially mothers who uh, want to give birth to children, there is a science of Garbha Samvada. You can actually speak to the child inside the womb and the child can actually learn right from the womb itself. So that is why earlier we used to form, there was a system of garba, Sams- garba Samskara or Garbhadhana Samskara. The very first Samskara of all the 16 Samskaras is the Garbhadhana Samskara. So very important but today that science is uh, lost. Not lost, it is there but people do not follow. So that is how the child, Abhimanyu, had heard everything about the Chakraviva. And he said, I am going to enter and you please uh, support me. But Yudhishthira said, no, how can I let you inside the den of a lion? These people will kill you. And what will I uh, tell to Arjuna? I will not be able to show my face to Arjuna if something happens to you, Abhimanyu. Then Abhimanyu said, my dear uncle, please, if at all we want to survive today, we have to do this, please believe in me, I know how to tackle this, please you are there right behind me, please support me and I will take care of the rest and they said okay alright and that is how Abhimanyu was breaking the Chakra Viva and entering the Chakra Viva. but it so happened that in between there was this Jayadratha, and Jayadratha had got boon and he could not be defeated by any one of these pandavas. So he stopped all these four pandavas single-handedly. And what happened was Abhimanyu had entered the Chakraviwa, he entered so deep into the lion's den, and when he looked back, he saw that his uncles are all far behind. And now he knows that I have no other option other than fighting these Maharatis all by myself. And then this boy 16 year old boy was trapped by all these cowherds Dronacharya, Duryodhana, Karna, Shakuni, Ashwatthama all these people surrounded Abhimanyu breaking the laws and the codes of military science they all started attacking this one single boy at once that was completely against the laws of the fighting the codes of conduct while fighting the war can you imagine the maharatis had become cohorts and they were attacking abhimanyu from all different directions shooting arrows at him and this great boy abhimanyu the son of arjuna was fighting so valiantly even then that he had arrows from front and back and everywhere but still he was fighting with these people like anything and they were really astonished to see this boy fighting like that and then Finally he fell down and he says I am not sad about dying, I am not afraid of dying but I am sad that I am dying in the hands of cowards like you people. That was Abhimanyu's words and he said very soon when my uncle and my father they will come and they will ensure that all you people will die very soon in the next few days. That was the words of Abhimanyu. That is how powerful Abhimanyu was. So these people, cohorts, were uh, attacking him and they finally killed him. So that was uh, a very wrong thing that uh, Dronacharya and everybody else did on the battlefield. So that was not accepted. And that humiliated uh, Arjuna and Krishna like anything. So we will see how that is all going to come up in the next. Uh, so that is Abhimanyu. And then Draupadi, Draupadi also had begotten one son from each of the Pandavas. So, you see that how uh, Pandavas, the five uh, sons of the Pandavas were uh, Prati Vindhya, uh, Shrutasoma, uh, Shrutakarma, uh, Satanika, and Sutasena. So, these are the five sons of uh, the five Pandavas begotten uh, by each of the Pandavas from Draupadi. So Achyutthansa is saying, why was it wrong to kill Abhimanyu? It was not wrong to kill Abhimanyu, but attacking Abhimanyu simultaneously was wrong. According to the codes of military science, according to the rules of the war, one fighter is supposed to fight uh, with one person. They are supposed to fight with one. One one to one fight is to happen. But here they were fighting not just from the front, but also from the behind. They were attacking him from behind. That is against the Kshatriya rule. Kshatriyas means one to one, they have to fight face to face. That is the spirit of Kshatriyas. But today it's not like the modern militaries and the wars that happen, you know, somewhere you sit on the top of the mountain, you throw some bombs, hiding from somewhere, behind the bushes you shoot people. That is not uh, military science, that is not Kshatriya spirit, Kshatriya spirit means face to face. You fight with me face to face with uh, bows and arrows or clubs or spears but fight face to face. That is Kshatriya spirit. Not like today's war field and war signs. It is totally against the Kshatriya spirit. So that was wrong killing Abhimanyu and attacking Abhimanyu all of them together and from all different directions. So that was wrong. So that is how Abhimanyu was uh, killed and then all these five Pandavas also, the sons of Pandavas were also very great, great, great uh, fighters on the side of uh, the Pandavas. Now let's understand the next word because today's title, I kept it as Duryodhana's Diplomacy. Why is it called Duryodhana's diplomacy is understood in the next one, uh, in the seventh and the eighth shlokas, actually the eighth shoka will justify Duryodhana's diplomacy. Let's understand that. (laughs) So in the seventh shloka, now let me call upon. Sudarshan Ji, can you uh, unmute yourself? Okay, uh, can you speak something? Let's see if you are audible. Hare Krishna. Okay, Hare Krishna, good. Please repeat. Asma kham tu vishishtaye Asma kham tu vishishtaye
1: vishishta
0: Tanibodat vijotamaha NAYAKA MAMA SAINYASYA
1: NAYAKA
0: MAMA SAINYASYA Samnatam TANGRABHIMITTE
1: samnatam TANGRABHIMITTE
0: Wonderful! Please repeat the word-to-word meaning ASMAKAM ASMAKAM Our, our. TO TO BUT Vishishthaha especially powerful.
1: Especially
0: powerful. E those, e. those, Tan, them, Tan. them. Nibodha. Niboda, just take note.
1: Just
0: take note. Be informed. Be
1: informed.
0: Dvijotamaham.
1: Vijyotamaha.
0: The best of the Brahmanas. The best of the Brahmanas. Nayaka.
1: Nayaka. Captains. Captains. Mama. Mama. Mai.
0: Sainyatya of the soldiers.
1: Of the soldiers.
0: Sangyatam. Sangyatam. For information. For information. Tan. Tan. Tan Them. Them. Bravimi. Bravimi. I am speaking. I am speaking. Tay. Your. Your. Please repeat the translation. Oh best of the Brahmanas. Oh best
1: of the Brahmanas.
0: For your information.
1: For your information.
0: Let me tell you. Let me tell you. About the captains.
1: About the captains.
0: Who are especially qualified.
1: Who are especially qualified.
0: To lead my military force.
1: Lead my force.
0: okay so now this is very interesting so Duryodhana, in the last few verses he's been uh, glorifying the power of the pandavas he's taking the names of all these different great pandavas and now suddenly he thought that if I simply keep on glorifying the strength of the pandavas the great fighters, on my side may get demotivated and I should not make them fearful by talking about the opposition strength so much. So now he is shifting his uh, words, his mood and now he is addressing Dronacharya and saying oh best of the brahmanas, dvijottama, dvija means brahmana, twice born, dvija, ja means birth, dvi means twice, so dvija means twice born. Why is he called twice born? We all are born once, right? From our parents, when we come out of our mother's womb, that is our first birth. But when we take Diksha, when we take an initiation from a spiritual master, that is the day when we get our second birth, birth into the spiritual life. Because material life, we get it from our parents naturally. But the second, that is the spiritual life, we take birth again when we are initiated by a spiritual master. So that is why Vijottamaha. So uh, Dronacharya has been addressed here Now already he has incited a little bit of anger previously By telling him uh, indirectly foolish But now he is telling you are very very great Vyjyotthamaha For your information te- let me uh, tell you That there are many great heroes on my side also And I am going to tell you all the great heroes who are on my side So let's see who are those great heroes Uh, Shrinivas uh, Madhali ji, uh, you can unmute yourself. So please repeat. Yeah. Bhavan bishmasya karnasya Bhavan bishmasya karnasya kripasya samitim jayaha samit jaya. kripasya samitim jayaha Ashvattham samit karnasya
1: Aswattham avikandhasya
0: Samadattistha taivacha Samadattistha taivacha Wonderful So please repeat the word word meaning Bhavan Bhavan Yourself Yourself Bhishma. Bhishmaha Grandfather Bhishma Grandfather Bhishma Cha Cha Also Also Karinaha. Karnaha Karna Chah Cha. And And Kripaha Vibaha. Kripaha Kripa Chah Cha And And Samitin Jaya. Samitin Jaya Always victorious in battle Always victorious in battle Ashwatthama 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 Vikarna, as well as as well as Somadati. Somadati. The son of Somadatta the Son of Somadatta. The Somadatta and as And as Eva Eva Certainly Cha, Ch- and, and, please repeat the translation, there are personalities like yourself, there are personalities like yourself, Bhishma, Bhishma. Karna. Karna, Kripa, Kripa. Ashwatthama, Ashwatthama. Vikarna. Vikarna, and the son of Somadatta, the son of Called Burishava. Called Burishava. Bhurishrava. Who are always victorious in battle. Who are always
1: victorious in
0: battle. Okay, alright. So this is a very, very interesting work. And this is where we actually understand how cunning, how intelligent this Duryodhana is. Now you just imagine all of you that you are in the battlefield of Kurukshetra. All of you imagine that you are there in the battle of Kurukshetra and Duryodhana is right in front of you speaking to Dronacharya. And you should know that when a king is speaking. All others are very carefully listening to the king. There is absolute silence there. And everybody is listening to the king. And that is Duryodhana. So now duryodhana is speaking to dronaacharya and the very first name that he is taking while describing the different fighters on his side is bhavan the sequence of the sequence in which the names are taken is very very important bhavan bhavan means it's actually a, a very respectable second person address like uh, in our uh, Indian languages, we use in Hindi we use "up". we don't say Tu. Uh, ni Wu in Canada, Ni Nu. It's a vachana and uh, ek vachana So here he is using the vachana and he is saying Bhavan. Who is he referring to? Bhavan. He is saying to Dronacharya. Very first name he is taking is Dronacharya. But why is he taking Dronacharya's name? Actually, Bhishma is the commander in chief, superiority wise Bhishma is very powerful and very superior to Dronacharya also in terms of fighting spirit but she is right in front of Dronacharya so internally he is thinking how can I actually take Bhishma's name now because Dronacharya is right in front of me and you can also imagine you are talking to someone and in front of someone if you take somebody else's name this person may feel snubbed he may feel uh, it is inappropriate so very intelligently although Bhishma is the commander-in-chief he is still taking the name of Dronacharya first because Dronacharya happens to be a Brahmana and in the Vedic time Brahmana is superior than the Kshatriya, Bhishma is a Kshatriya. So Duryodhana is thinking if I take Dronacharya's name Bhishma will not mind. Although he is a commander in chief he will understand that he is a Kshatriya and respecting a Brahmana is not a problem. So Bhishma will not mind if Dronacharya's name is taken first. So that is why Duryodhana is taking Dronacharya's name first. He is doing so much of calculations inside you can imagine and then he is taking the name of bhishma bhavan bhishma now bhishma is a very powerful uh, fighter and uh, we will understand the strength of the bhima in the next few verses i want to keep it reserved uh, but uh, right now let us talk about uh, discussion on bhishma and then he is taking the name of karna so now you should all know at this point of time Karna is not even on the battlefield of Kurukshetra he is not there on the battlefield but still Karna's name is being taken here immediately after Bhishma's name why Karna was not on the battlefield is because just before the war began Duryodhana had gone to Bhishma because he is the commander and he said please uh, you know assess the strength of the our, uh, our army and uh, the Pandava army and uh, you also analyze the strength of our own uh, captains here and the leaders and that is how when uh, Bhishma was evaluating the strength of all the different leaders on the Kaurava side he had rated Karna very lowly and Karna became very angry this bhishma always denigrates me he always puts me down i am such a great warrior i can finish this war in just few days that was Karana's uh, uh, statement and he said uh, no i cannot fight this as long as uh, bhishma is going to be there i am not going to fight and bhishma was angered and he said karna i wish your words were as powerful as your actions no he said your actions were as powerful as your words so that was a very insulting he felt very insulted he said Bhishma said you have always been defeated by Arjuna we should know many times people have this misconception that uh, Karna is very superior than Arjuna but which is not true you tell me one instance where Karna actually defeated Arjuna. Actually there is no incident in the whole of Mahabharata where Karna actually showed his superiority or proved himself to be more superior than Arjuna. On the contrary Arjuna was very expert and in fact he defeated Karna on many occasions. I just want to give this very uh, important uh, few instances because many people get confused and they think that. Karna was superior than Arjuna which is not true. We should all know that when uh, Pandavas and the Kauravas, they were trained by Gronacharya and after finishing their military education when they were back to Hastinapura. So there in Hastinapura, there was an exhibition. They had to exhibit all the Kauravas and the Pandavas. They had to exhibit the military science and the military prowess they had learned from Gronacharya. And uh, everyone was performing very beautifully and uh, that is when Arjuna excelled all of them including the Pandavas. Arjuna was the best among the fighters when it uh, was uh, among the Kauravas and the Pandavas. Arjuna was amazing. And that time Duryodhana was uh, seething with anger. He was thinking, he was very envious about Arjuna this Arjuna is so powerful, very very powerful, he was thinking like that and at that time immediately there was a thunderous entry of Karna and that is when Karna came into the picture. The very first encounter between Arjuna and Karna was on that uh, field when there was exhibition happening between both uh, Kauravas and Pandavas. And Karna said, I can do everything that Arjuna has done and he did also, he took the permission from Dronacharya and he was on equal power as of Arjuna. He did everything best that was possible and that is when Duryodhana was so happy. He said, yes, in the future when there is a war, I can fight with Bhima, but now have another person to fight with Arjuna and that is this person Karna. And then this Karna became very boisterous and he said, oh. Uh, He was full with pride and he said, I want to have a combat, one-to-one combat with this Arjuna. And uh, then Dronacharya said, "Uh, That is alright, but you see, uh, there can be fight only among equals. He is the son of a king. Please let us know your identity. And that is when Karna's head fell. (laughs) And that is when... Duryodhana interrupts, he interjects and he is so cunning and intelligent he has already seen the strength of Karana. and now and now at this point of time Duryodhana can quote Shastras also please remember uh, uh, this Duryodhana is expert in Shastra Gnana Shastra also Duryodhana in fact said in Mahabharata I know Dharma I know very well what is Dharma But I cannot follow dharma. That was his weakness. So here, immediately he comes and he says Dronacharya, How can you not allow him to fight? You know, he is such a great fighter. And such a great fighter cannot come out of some uh, weak person. A lion cannot be born from a cat. That is the kind of analogy he gives. He says uh, he is a great fighter and I am sure that he is uh, definitely a uh, born from a kshatriya family and vrnacharya uh, says uh, nothing doing uh, he has to be the son of king then Duryodhana says i will make him the king of angadesha Anga pradesh and that is how uh, at this moment karna became so indebted to this uh, duryodhana and he said here is a person who is recognizing my strength who is recognizing my skills and he is making me the king of angadesha Now my life is dedicated to this person, this Duryodhana, but you see Duryodhana was very cunning and he had his self-interest in doing all this. He wanted to use Karna for his uh, satisfaction and uh, uh, to have some strength on his side. Otherwise uh, there was nothing so great about this friendship. Many people talk about the friendship between Karna and Duryodhana. Actually there was self-interest that Duryodhana had. And then Atirata, the father, Athiratha was not actual father, uh, the actual father is Surya Devada. Karna is uh, born out of uh, Kunti and uh, Surya and uh, Kunti uh, was unmarried at that time and that is why she had to leave him in the river, you know that story. And Athiratha and Vlade are the one who actually, uh, you know, they were blessed with this uh, Kunt, uh, Karna and they actually raised him and now uh, they got to know that he is a Suta putra and uh, he was made a king by uh, Duryodhana and uh, Karna was, uh, that is the first encounter by the way and then uh, while this discussion was happening there was a sunset and then uh, it, it stopped, there was no more combat between both of them the second instance was, after this uh, training, from, after the education uh, uh, Dronacharya asked for Guru and uh, that is when uh, the Guru Dakshina was, they have to go and defeat Drupada and uh, he, Duryodhana sprung into action and he said, I am going to fight and uh, all the hundred brothers along with Karna, they went to Panchal Desh but they were defeated badly, so badly all of them came back running from Panchal Desh including Karna, so Karna could not defeat Drupada. But whereas the Panch Pandavas, all of them go, they defeat Drupada very badly, and they pull him down at the feet of Dronacharya. And although Drupada was humiliated at that point of time, but Drupada also got a desire. Oh, what a wonderful, uh, you know, fighter this Arjuna is. If uh, I had a daughter, I would like to have my daughter married to this uh, Arjuna and that way I can have this great fighter as my relative, so Drupada had already thought about it. So that was another instance where Karna was not able to fight uh, Drupada but whereas Arjuna defeated Drupada. So that way Arjuna was much superior than uh, Karna. Another instance was uh, when uh, all the Pandavas were into exile, sent to exile. Then uh, Duryodhana once thought that all his brothers and everybody they went to the forest to uh, exhibit their power and exhibit their uh, opulence and uh, all the comforts and make uh, the Pandavas envious and Karna was also there. So when they were entering the forest it so happened that they actually entered the region area which was actually meant for the Gandharvas. So the Gandharvas became very offended by the entry of uh, Duryodhana and uh, the Gandharvas attacked the Duryodhana and party including Karna and Karna was very badly defeated and injured and he had to run away from that place and uh, that is when uh, this news goes to Bhima and Yudhishthira and everyone else Pandavas, uh, then uh, Yudhishthira said let's go and help uh, our brother. Bhima told what are you talking my brother they have sent us to exile and you want us to go and help them, I am not going to do that, then <laughs> Yudhishthira had to convince Bhima and said "Bhima." What great pleasure you will get, just imagine when you are helping your enemies and freeing them from danger, that is the greatest joy that you can get and then Bhima was very very pumped up, He yes, yes, now I am going to go and Arjuna, Bhima both of them went and defeated the gandharvas and freed Duryodhana and party. because Yudhishthira told, see among ourselves we are 100 plus 5 but for outsiders we are 105 brothers, so that is why. The Gandharvas were defeated and yet another instance which proves that Arjuna was much superior than Karna. And the final, the ultimate fight that happened between Karna and Arjuna was on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. that was the 17th day when uh, Karna and uh, Arjuna both of them had a very intense fight and uh, while the fight was going on it so happened that uh, Karna's uh, chariot was stuck and uh, there Krishna is saying, oh Arjuna, don't be a coward, wait until I get onto my chariot. Don't shoot your arrows. Don't be, uh, don't be inspired by adharma and that is when our Krishna says, Krishna says, Arjuna, fight now and defeat and shoot arrows at him. But Arjuna said, how can I do this is adharma? <laughs> Krishna said, I have given dharma to all of you so don't worry you fight and Krishna told Karna also Karna, where was your code of conduct and morality when Draupadi was disrobed in the Asat Sabha where was the code of morality when Abhimanyu was killed by coward in a cowardly manner where was your, uh, uh, you know, all this morality when so many ill names were taken against uh, Draupadi how can you be now talk about uh, morality? So that is when here Krishna is teaching us Shato the principle of Shato With the cunning use cunningness, you have to be cunning with cunning people. That is how Krishna is very expert in dealing with Dharma, he knows. And unfortunately in our own history of India, this principle was not followed by many kings and that is why we were invaded by so many Mughal rulers You know what the Mughals used to do? They knew that the Indian rulers, uh, they worship mother cow And in the wars, these Muslim rulers used to bring lot of cows And uh, the, our Hindu rulers they never used to shoot arrows because mother cow is there And these people, the Mughal armies used to hide behind the cows And they used to uh, kill our uh, soldiers and kings that is how they did many times when the, in the battles in the, our history we have seen this Mughal rulers used to kill cows and put that flesh and blood into the river and our, our soldiers would not be able to drink that water because they used to think oh if it contains the flesh of cow how can we drink this and without water they used to become weak and then this Mughal rulers used to come and attack our soldiers. So that is why Krishna is saying, shot shat him, With the cunning you need to use cunningness to defeat them. So that is about uh, uh, Karna and uh, I don't want to go into much of history but this is some context we need to understand why this Duryodhana is taking these names although Karna is not there on the battlefield. So Karna also was not there on the battlefield because he said I don't want to be on the battlefield as long as Bhishma is the commander in chief. Because what if I am going to fight very valiantly And then all the credit will finally go to uh, Bhishma That was not desirable for him Many times in the cricket matches also When the certain team wins uh, the World Cup The ultimate credit goes to the captain It is said that under the captaincy of so and so The World Cup was won Although many other players have done, played very well But ultimately the credit goes to uh, the captain. So here uh, Karna thought that I will not give the credit to Bhishma. So I am not going to fight. Now Duryodhana was thinking. He was very confident about the commitment of Karna. But he was not confident about the commitment of Dronacharya and Bhishma. So he thought it is better to have Bhishma and Drona right now. On the battlefield, although Karana is not fighting, it's okay. He's my friend, and whenever I call him, he will definitely come in the future. So he was very much aware of his uh, Karana's commitment towards him. So he thought, okay, Karana be you be aside. And uh, then he's taking Kripa. Kripa's cha Samitinjaya. Kripa is also a Pula Guru, and Kripa had a boon that he cannot be defeated in the battlefield. That's why Samitin Jaya he was always victorious. Uh, But uh, Kripa in turn blessed Yudhishthira before the battle that uh, you cannot defeat me Yudhishthira but you you will be victorious, I will bless you that you will become victorious. So Kripa was also a very great fighter. Ashwatthama, you know Ashwatthama, the son of Dronacharya, Uh, Ashwatthama was uh, not the commander in chief. Uh, In the whole 18 days of the battlefield, the first 10, 10 days. Bhishma was the commander-in-chief. The next five days, Drona was the commander-in-chief. The next two days, Karna was commander-in-chief, and the final day, 18th day, uh, Shalya was commander-in-chief. And uh, after the war was over, only the 18th night, that is when Ashwatthama became the commander. uh, Although he was not the commander, he went and killed the five sons of uh, Pandavas. uh, That too in the dead of the night. So Ashwatthama was. Not the commander in one sense, but in the 18th day, finally 18th night, uh, uh, he went and killed the 5 Pandavas. And, uh, Ashwatthama had a jewel on his forehead, Uh, this uh, was a very powerful jewel, right from the birth he had acquired this. And this jewel was so powerful that it could protect him from any insects or snakes or uh, any dangers from uh, even thirst and hunger. So he would never die out of hunger and thirst. That was uh, how powerful that money was. And finally that money was taken away from uh, Ashwatthama by Krishna when he released the Brahmastra at the womb uh, of Uttara to kill Parikshit Maharaj in the womb. So he was. is uh, also Chiranjivi. Ashwatthama is still existing. Even now he is existing and uh, unfortunately uh, he is experiencing lot of pain. Because Krishna has cursed him that until the final pradaya happens, he will suffer like that. And then Vikarna. Who is Vikarna? Vikarna is the youngest brother of Duryodhana. Now interestingly, why Duryodhana is taking Vikarna's name and not the name of his very very dear brother Dushasana? You could have actually taken Dushasana's name here and Dushasana is the right hand man of Duryodhana but he is not taking Dushasana's name but he is taking Vikarana's name why Vikarana because when the Asat Sabha when Draupadi was brought in the Asat Sabha when she was tried to disrobe she was being uh, tried to disrobe by Dushasana out of all the hundred brothers it was only Vikarana who raised his voice and he said this is Adharma, what we are doing is Adharma. It is incorrect. He was the only person who, who spoke against disrobing properly. So that is why Duryodhana is taking Vikarna's name here and trying to tell, okay, although you were in favor of the Pandavas that time, don't become lenient cheer, Vikarna. You have to fight on my side with full fears. So that is why he is specifically taking Vikarna's name. So you can understand how Duryodhana is uh, talking with these people and manipulating uh, you know the perceptions of the people and uh, trying to maintain a balance between uh, uh, you know all the leaders so he is very diplomatic so before i go to the next section i just uh, want to see if there are any questions here because i was totally ignoring the comment section because the uh, screen was in the sharing mode let me see Uh, Yes, there are just 8 minutes minutes more, so I don't want to go to the next uh, words, we will discuss the next words in the next class, but I would like to take some questions now. So Chaitanya is asking, but I heard because of promise made to Arjuna's mother, Karna says he would not kill Arjuna, not sure if it is right. No that was not the only reason. And there was no such promise. Actually, in fact, uh, if you see, <coughs> uh, when uh, Karna came onto the battlefield and uh, he was given a special astra by Indradev, what happened was before the war, Indra went to Karna and he said, he, Indra took the form of a Brahmana and he went to, uh, to Karna and said, I am a Brahmana and please give me your Kavacha, the Kavacha that Karna had. Now, Karana was very uh, well aware that it is Indra and he has come here to uh, uh, take this uh, Kavacha from me so that uh, uh, Arjuna is protected, Arjuna is the son of uh, Indra, right, so at this point you should know that Indra, although he took the weapon, the Kavacha from Karana, he blessed uh, Karana with a weapon, a very powerful weapon and he said that whoever name you take and release this weapon you can kill that person and that is when on the battlefield uh, Karna was uh, very sure now the next day he told uh, Duryodhana I am going to kill Arjuna tomorrow by releasing, releasing this weapon and that is when uh, he was very confident that he will kill Arjuna the next day but Krishna at this point of time called Ghatos Kacha into the battlefield, and who is Ghatos Kacha? Ghatot Kacha is the son of Bhima Bhima and Hidimba so Ghatos Kacha was brought into the battlefield at the right time and Ghatos created a havoc in the Kaurava family, in the army he killed many many soldiers and it was uncontrollable and if he was not stopped, Ghatos was not stopped then he would finish off the Kaurava, Kaurava army completely and that is when Duryodhana also ordered uh, Karna use your weapon now not on Arjuna but on Ghatotkacha, and kill Ghatotkacha. and this weapon could be used only once and there goes the plan there goes the plan Karna was very much desirous of killing Arjuna but then Ghatot Kaja came in between and took that blow of the weapon onto him and Arjuna was uh, safeguarded, Arjuna was protected. So that is how it was, uh, uh, you know, Karna was uh, wanting to kill Arjuna also. So I hope that answers. Vinit says that I recall Krishna praised Karna during the war. And when Arjuna asked why, Krishna told him that the reason that your chariot was not pushed back as much as Karna on getting hit by because of Krishna's presence. Didn't it mean that Karna? was more powerful than Arjuna. Actually it was on the 16th day of the battle that is when there was this fight between uh, Arjuna and uh, Karuna and it so happens that this uh, Shalya became the charioteer. Shalya and Karna they did not gel. Although they were fighting uh, both uh, from the side of Kaurava, Shalya became the charioteer of Karna. And while Karna was uh, fighting, this Shalya was abusing Karna like anything. Oh, you are a coward. You, you are a waste fellow. You are not a great uh, army uh, fighter this and this that. And Karna was very distracted by this uh, charioteer Shalya. And yes, you said right that yes, uh, Arjuna was. Fighting with Karna, and at one particular instance uh, where uh, Karna was uh, shot an arrow, and uh, just by the presence of Krishna, uh, Arjuna was protected. But although that was just one of an instance, uh, it doesn't mean that uh, Arjuna was less powerful than Karna. No, that was just one instance where. Krishna definitely protected uh, Arjuna, but that doesn't mean that uh, he was more powerful than, uh, uh, than Arjuna. So, uh, yes, I am I'm sure Yeah, it is right actually, but that is the only instance where uh, Krishna protected. And there is a very nice instance and uh, clarification given by Madhvacharya. Let me get back to you on this particular question. It's a very good question. Uh, I am just not recalling, Madhavacharya has given an answer to this as well. I will just definitely uh, you know, get back to you on this. Why that specifically that particular instance happened? There is a background to that. I will uh, give you that answer in the next uh, session soon. Yeah. And then Achyudhan is again asking, uh, what if Karna wasn't the son of a king? Yes, actually according to the Vedic times, uh, it was a rule that uh, no fight can happen between uh, unequal varnas. Only a Kshatriya can fight with the Kshatriya. So if there was a Brahmana, the Kshatriya was not uh, uh, given permission to fight with other classes like Brahmana, Vaishya and Shudra. Kshatriya, it is uh, uh, an insult to a Kshatriya if he fights uh, with a lower person uh, in Varana. So that way, uh, there was no question of fighting between Kshatriya and Shudra. Although Karna, in one sense, is not a Shudra, but he was accepted as a Sudha Putra at that point of time, and that is why he was made king by Duryodhana, and then he became equal, and both of them fought later on. And then Karna is the son of Surya Dev and Kunti Devi, exactly, absolutely. But at that point of time, he was not. Even Karna was not aware that. He was the son of suridev He was thinking that uh, I am the son of uh, Suta, Adhirata. Okay, so let me take more questions because uh, I think uh, in the next few minutes let me take one or two more questions and uh, then we will uh, proceed next. If there is any feedback uh, that also will be very nice because I would like to get some feedback from all of you uh, so that we can make this uh, whole session more experiential. Um, if uh, I hope this timing is okay for all of you because uh, I'm not sure if uh, 11 to 12.30 on a Sunday. Uh, I just thought this would be uh, nice and I uh, called all of you. I just wanted to know from you. Please let me know if this is timing is okay for all of you. Okay, so Vinod is saying perfect timing, uh, okay, great. Uh, timing is perfect, okay, great, wonderful. Okay, good. So if there is any other feedback also it would be very nice uh, because uh, this is very important and I also want all of you, I am making you people chant the shlokas. The reason behind is because these shlokas are very uh, purifying and although we may not be able to chant them completely appropriately that's okay but it is very important to chant the shlokas because just by chanting the shlokas which are directly spoken by Krishna himself uh, is very very purifying and I hope uh, I hope that you are all uh, relishing these because uh, I am just excited and I just keep talking about uh, you know so many uh, background thing about Mahabharata also because it is very interesting to know the background uh, before we actually enter the Bhagavad Gita because later on it is going to become very uh, uh, philosophical and uh, lot of concepts will come, lot of principles will come. Uh, It's very important to understand the background as well, So that's why I am sharing all these in detail a little bit so that you know the context. Uh, No Vinodji, actually we don't have to learn Sanskrit, Uh, in fact uh, by chanting these shlokas we will develop a taste for Sanskrit and uh, this is good enough Sanskrit for us. Uh, Whatever Sanskrit we will learn through Bhagavad Gita, uh, this is very good and uh, I think this should be sufficient for uh, you. Uh, if it is uh, your interest you want to learn Sanskrit that is well and good but otherwise uh, you don't have to necessarily learn Sanskrit in order to understand uh, Bhagavad Gita. Absolutely no. So don't worry about the language and uh, we are going to speak in English and we are going to discuss this whole thing in English and uh, we will explain through analogies and uh, different examples so that it becomes very easy to understand. So Sanskrit is not the must to know Bhagavad Gita, understand Bhagavad Gita. The kings at those times married many times, was it right? Yes a very good question, actually in the olden days the kings used to marry a lot of women because they could also protect the women and in the olden days most of them at the age of seven They used to go to the Gurukula and majority of the men used to remain brahmacharis. So the amount of the the number of men who would actually marry was very less. And whereas the population of women was much more. And women, according to the Vedic culture, have to be protected. Women, according to the Vedic culture, have to be protected in the childhood by the father after the marriage by the husband and in the old age by the sons, grown up children. That doesn't mean that women were not given freedom. That doesn't mean that women were not educated. That doesn't mean that women were not very intellectual or powerful. No, they had their own set of strengths which we will discuss in uh, our future uh, discussions. But a woman has to be protected by a man and that is the reason. Since many of the men used to become remain Brahmacharis, Naishthika Brahmachari, one fine example is Bhishma himself, we will understand it in the next session, uh, so there were many men who used to remain Naishthika Brahmacharis, Brahmacharis for life. So women used to uh, be married, uh, men used to marry a lot of women and they used to also protect them. Now that cannot happen today, now we cannot manage even one wife. So what to speak of multiple wives? so we don't have to even uh, get into this discussion of if at all you are thinking or anybody thinking of having multiple wives. please 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 don't get into that, <laughs> we cannot do that, we cannot manage right now multiple wives. So that was one reason why they used to uh, have multiple wives. Uh, they used to protect the wives also. In fact, Krishna himself had 16108 wives. But if you see, Krishna had 16108 palaces for each of the queens. And very beautifully it is described how Krishna was personally present with each one of them at the same time. So Krishna could expand himself into so many numbers and be present and give that uh, undivided attention to each of the, each of his wife, that we cannot do. If we have to be with one wife, another wife will feel neglected. When we are with other wife, then other one will be neglected. Hey, Samir Ah, um,
1: I just want to ask one thing, was the four fought like one on one, in the sense like a cup of tea match, uh, rest would see and one would fight and wait for the other result?
0: Yes, generally when the leaders were fighting when they used to have a combat with the leaders it used to be one on one so at the time there was no other also the soldiers used to fight with other soldiers but then you cannot actually come and fight when uh, you are already engaged with another person in fighting so that is how it used to be one on one so unless the like Maharatis they used to challenge because they had the capacity to fight with 1000 people they used to uh, invite, yeah. uh, okay I am ready to fight with 2 or 3 or 10 people But he has to agree, as a leader, as a fighter, okay. he has to agree, I am going to fight with all of you together, you fight with me But unless he okay. gives that uh, uh, right, nobody will come and fight with him, uh, unless uh, that is a challenge he, When he accepts that challenge, no problem, You can he can fight with uh, 10 um, or 20 people also That was an unwritten rule or something,
1: Shafriya
0: Yes, yes, that was. Oh, the Kshatriyas used to follow that principles of uh, war, the code of conduct, and that is how uh, no fight used to happen uh, before the sunrise and after the sunset. So okay. that was the uh, rule, and uh, there were many other rules. No, no hitting uh, people from the behind. No. Hitting.
1: Okay.
0: So all that was happening. Uh, okay. Many rules were there. We will discuss those uh, also in the future. Okay. Okay. It is not like the modern military fight that we see in the wars, no that was uh, completely different at that time.
1: Alright, thank you.
0: So alright, so I think uh, that's it for today and uh, thank you so much for joining and uh, we will meet again uh, next Sunday at the same time and same me. (laughs) Alright, thank you so much for joining.